Welcome to the Eat Like a Mother podcast, where we take complicated topics surrounding hormones and metabolism and make them simple and applicable to your daily life as a woman. I'm your host, Casty Wellfell. My hope is that you walk away feeling empowered to start taking radical responsibility for your health and lean into this body God created for you. Are you ready to eat like a mother? Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Eat Like a Mother podcast. Today, I really want to talk about a subject that's near and dear to my heart, and that is the idea of fertility, and not just fertility in that you're looking at your reproductive health in order to conceive, but fertility in that fertility is a vital sign. This is a concept that I truly believe all women need to know and understand because there's this thought in the culture that we shouldn't be concerned with our reproductive health until we're trying to get pregnant. And that's doing a major disservice to women. Our fertility is a sign of vitality. So whether or not you're trying to get pregnant, your ability to conceive, having regular cycles, ovulating, all of these things are a sign of a body that is functioning optimally. So let's talk about why. If you've been listening to my podcast for any amount of time, you know that when we look at metabolism, when we look at the body, stress has the unique ability to lower our metabolic processes and thus slower all of our secondary life functions, if you will. So anything that's not directly associated with keeping our heart going gets slowed down during times of stress. And this is really important when we look at something like fertility, because when our body is under stress, when those stress hormones enter into the bloodstream, not only are they going to lower our thyroid production, but then we know that thyroid hormone is directly implicated in the conversion and production of progesterone. Progesterone is going to be one of your most protective hormones. Progesterone is a hormone that's created at ovulation. That's the only time of the month that you create progesterone. And so knowing that, knowing how essential progesterone is to not just fertility, but to protecting our heart, protecting our blood pressure, protecting our immunity, protecting our digestion, protecting our vitality. Progesterone plays so many roles in the female body, aside from just your ability to conceive and sustain pregnancy. So when stress enters into the bloodstream, now it's lowering your thyroid hormone. It's slowing all of these non-essential life functions. So it stands to reason then that if we are having trouble with our cycle, if we're having trouble with fertility, that is our body crying for help and letting us know that something is wrong. I will preach this until the day that I die, but symptoms are not a bad thing. We've been conditioned to believe that symptoms mean something is wrong with our body and that there's just nothing we can do about it. We're going to be slave to these symptoms for the rest of our life. And that's just not true. Yes, symptoms, they can suck. It can suck to have irregular cycles. It can suck to have painful periods. It can suck to have any kind of these symptoms associated with our cycle. But I like to think and I like to preach that 
our symptoms are actually a really great sign. They're a sign that our body is doing exactly what God designed it to do, and that's tell us when something is wrong. So if you're experiencing issues in your cycle, if you're experiencing issues with your fertility, then that directly correlates with your vitality. During our cycle, there's all these different movements and fluctuations with our hormones, and we're not going to get into the nitty gritty of that in this episode, but I really want to focus in on ovulation because this is a major part of your cycle that most women just don't know or understand. You know, we're led to believe that our period is the most important part of our cycle. We're led to believe that the period is, everything centers around that. You know, if you have a regular period, you're fine. And that's just not true. You can have a regular period, you know, a period that shows up every 28 to 30 days is relatively symptom-free you can have this and not actually be ovulating. And ovulation is the most important part of your cycle because it's how you create progesterone. And as we've already mentioned, progesterone is going to be one of your most protective hormones against many a disease. We must support healthy ovulation whether or not we're trying to get pregnant. Your years ovulating are the years that you are building this resiliency to stress. You're building your immunity. You're building your bones. Women who regularly ovulated, studies have shown, are less likely to be affected by estrogenic type cancers. They're less likely to succumb to some of these diseases later in life because they have all of these months and all of these years of producing this highly protective, anti-stress, anti-inflammatory, anti-disease hormone. If there's one thing you take away from this podcast today, it's that it's absolutely essential to ovulate whether or not you're trying to get pregnant, which means you need to be able to confirm when you are ovulating. And this is a skill that a lot of women, most women I work with are not taught. I know I was not taught at all how to confirm ovulation. I think women are led astray to believe that if a ovulation strip shows that you're ovulating, then yeah, congratulations, you're ovulating. But what most women are not taught is that an ovulation strip does not actually confirm ovulation. An ovulation strip only measures a rise in luteinizing hormone, which yes, is what prepares your body for ovulation. But again, it doesn't confirm ovulation. Other things that might give you a false sense of whether or not you're actually ovulating are different apps, different tracking devices, different hormone measuring devices. If you have been doing this for a while, maybe you're familiar. I'm not going to name them all by name, but I am not a fan of a couple of these different devices for a few reasons. And I'm going to give you those reasons. Some of these devices, yes, will measure a rise in hormones and they will let you know if your luteinizing hormone is increasing. They'll let you know what your progesterone and estrogen are doing, which is great. This is great data, but this data does not actually confirm ovulation or it doesn't confirm that you've had a strong ovulation. And that's what we want to look at. And you can you can know based on just what your body is doing, whether or not you have a strong ovulation. So my encouragement to you is let's stop outsourcing our health to a device, to a test, to another person to tell us whether or not we've ovulated. You can actually know and learn for yourself, learn this valuable tool to be able to confirm without having to spend money on 
these different devices or practitioners or things like that. Not that they can't be great, but learning this skill as a woman is going to be essential because as I've already said, ovulation is how you produce progesterone and progesterone is what's going to protect you against disease. Progesterone is what's going to lead to ample vitality, what's going to lead to strong hair, skin and nails and digestion and protect you against sickness. Learning to confirm that is going to be one of your greatest skills. Learning to confirm that is going to be a gift that you give not only to yourself, but you give to your daughters and their daughters and so forth. We can change the legacy of women not knowing what's going on with their bodies. We can change that and it starts with us. It starts with my generation learning how to read these signs, how to read what our body is doing during our cycle. You know, we're cyclical creatures. Our hormones are constantly fluctuating and you can tell that based on different symptoms your body gives you, based on different signs that it gives you. And once you learn that, once you learn your body's signs and symptoms, then also Studies have shown that women who are more in tune with their cycles are actually more in tune and aware when something is off with their body. And so you're able to more accurately meet your body's needs because if you're in tune with your cycle, then if something throws off, if something is messing with your cycle, you can know it immediately. Most women don't have this skill and we need this skill. We need to be able to know our body's needs. Fertility, your cycle is a vital sign. It's a sign that you are functioning optimally. If you are having issues with fertility, if you're having issues with your cycle, it's it's a telltale sign. It's a stereotypical sign that something is off. Generally, stress hormones are in the bloodstream. They're screwing with your cycle. They're screwing with your maybe ability to receive or utilize progesterone, there's some kind of kink in the energetic chain that needs to be addressed. So how do you confirm ovulation? Last episode, I talked about temperature and temperature really being so important in confirming ovulation. If you haven't listened to that episode, I encourage you to go back and learn about temperature a little bit more because your temperature is another extremely important metabolic marker. But you can use your temperature to actually confirm whether or not you ovulate. It's not the only way that you can confirm ovulation, but to be able to confirm not just an ovulation, but a strong ovulation, we need to see our temperature rise above 98.4 degrees Fahrenheit and stay risen throughout the course of your luteal phase. That means that if we see any kind of dipping in our temperature, if we have a lower temperature output, this can tell us that maybe we're not getting a strong ovulation and our body needs, needs to be supported. Temperature alone is not enough to confirm ovulation, however. We need to see two other markers, and that is cervical position and cervical fluid. During times of ovulation, when you're most fertile, your cervical fluid is going to have an egg white-like consistency. This very basically is preparing your body to receive. If there is not friction, let's just say it's much easier to receive, ladies. We know this. So we want to see that quality cervical fluid to be able to confirm that you're getting a strong ovulation paired with that high temperature spike. And then lastly, and I don't think that this is absolutely essential, but if you're still on the fence with whether or not you're truly ovulating, say you're getting a rise in temperature and you're getting that quality cervical fluid, the other way that you can 
test to see if you have actually ovulated is to check your cervix. And a, a cervix that has ovulated, that is preparing to receive, going to show. So remember the acronym S-H-O-W. It's going to be soft, it's going to be high, it's going to be open, and it's going to be wet. A cervix that is not ready to receive, that's not ready to conceive, is going to be hard, it's going to be low, it's going to be closed, and it's going to be dry. All of the things that say, nope, we're not ready to house a baby. These are the ways that you can truly confirm ovulation and you don't have to outsource to an app, to a test, to someone else to tell you whether or not you've ovulated. Taking that radical responsibility for your own health and learning to confirm ovulation, learning to watch your fertility is your greatest superpower. Being able to see and know and be aware of these cycles and these hormonal changes will put you back in tune with nature. It'll put you back in tune with how God designed your body to function. And it'll give you insight into how to best meet your metabolic needs at different points of your cycle, at different seasons of life, because your metabolic needs are going to change from hour to hour, day to day, season to season. They're never going to be the same. That's why bad diets and different nutritional approaches can be really damaging because your needs change so quickly. What is more important is to understand your body and understand its needs and be able to meet your own personal physiological demands. So understanding your cycle, understanding how to track fertility, see ovulation, and know how to support your body is going to set you up for vitality, for success, for health, for the rest of your life. Obviously, I'm very passionate about this topic. Fertility, I wish, is something that people talked about more whether or not you're trying to get pregnant because it's it's not just important if you're trying to get pregnant. Yes, obviously you need ample fertility to conceive, but you need ample fertility to just function as a sane woman. It is a vital sign. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you're encouraged. I hope you feel empowered to walk away and start taking that radical responsibility for your health. If you're wanting to learn more about how to improve fertility, improve ovulation, improve progesterone output, you can go ahead and download my free fertility webinar, Practical Progesterone. It'll be linked in the show notes. But in it, I just give you a really basic understanding of how progesterone is synthesized in the body and then give you some practical tools that you can take to the metabolic bank that you can start implementing in your day-to-day to start increasing your fertility, improving your progesterone output with some simple shifts. So thank you so much for listening and we will see you again next week. If you found this podcast helpful or encouraging, would you mind leaving us a rating or review? I love hearing from you. So be sure to shout us out on Instagram and tag me at Cassidy.Wellfell and we'll be sure to shout you right back out. Let's get this message to as many women as possible. Until next time, friend.